Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back. Darren Mitchell here. You're listening to another episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast on this Friday, the 23rd of September, 2022. Public holiday here in Victoria because uh, tomorrow is the AFL Grand Final. And of course, we've just come off the back of another national holiday in uh, in the wake of the Queen's passing. So the National Day of Mourning yesterday, uh, public holiday today. So uh, for people in Melbourne... And for most people in Victoria, a four-day long weekend, which for many people is phenomenal. For others, it is just annoying, <laughs> and I'm kind of somewhere in between, uh, because a lot of workshops this week were postponed because we had a couple falling on the 22nd of September, but because some companies wanted to have, or sometimes employees of those companies wanted to have the public holiday these things get uh, get rescheduled, but uh, I'm not here to talk about rescheduling of workshops. I'm here to talk about tomorrow and the biggest game of the AFL Grand Final and how it relates to us as sales leaders and really how prepared are we for our biggest game. Now, Grand Final Day, 12 months ago, I'm a Melbourne supporter. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know I'm a Melbourne nut. Unfortunately, we did not get through to the big dance, but I think when it's all said and done, the two best teams of 2022 have certainly got through to the biggest game of the year, and that is Geelong and Sydney. And interestingly, both are coming off a fairly long winning streak. Geelong have not lost a game since, I think, somewhere in May, and Sydney haven't lost a game since July. So I think Geelong are up to like 15 games or 16 games in a row that they've won, and I think Sydney's around 9 or 10 maybe a little bit more. So uh, to say that both teams are in great form would be an understatement, and it promises to be an absolute cracking game. And the weather, hopefully, is going to be okay. It's a bit uh, a bit miserable today. It's not raining yet, but it's very dark outside. And even though we're, I'm recording this in the middle of the afternoon, actually, on uh, on Friday the 23rd, it's, uh, it's quite overcast, but there's no rain yet. But they tell me it's going to be a pretty good day tomorrow. So let's hope for a, uh, hope for a great game. Now, one of the things I love about uh, elite sport, and particularly AFL footy, is there's a lot of parallels that we can draw between elite sport and sales, and certainly sales leadership. And if you think about preparation and listen to coaches and line coaches and certainly the players at AFL level, there is a huge amount of preparation that goes into them being able to get their bodies and their minds primed for the greatest game of the year. And this starts way back in November of last year, where most teams started their pre-season campaigns. And it's often been said, and, and Muhammad Ali used to say this all the time, and there's a lot of elite coaches that say this all the time, that you don't necessarily win championships, premierships, boxing matches, in the case of Muhammad Ali, in training. You don't, lo- you don't win them in training, but you can certainly lose them in training. And that comes down to the preparation. So when you think about the preparation that not only the players have put in, but also the coaches to give their respective teams the opportunity of getting to this stage, let alone being in a position to win the Premiership for 2022. It is actually phenomenal. And I've got to tip my hat to the coach of Geelong, uh, Chris Scott, who 12 months ago, after they got absolutely pulverized by Melbourne in the preliminary final, and it came out that 
a number of the Geelong players were actually ill that day. And Melbourne ended up winning by 83 points or something like that and then went on to win the Premiership, which is, as a Melbourne supporter was just unbelievable. But what uh, Chris Scott did, which is almost unheard of in the modern game, is he revamped his entire game plan and pretty much redesigned the way he wanted his team to play so that they could give themselves an opportunity of going one step further. Now, for all intents and purposes, this particular club and Chris Scott as a coach since 2011 has been a very, very successful team. In fact, if you look at his record, Chris Scott's coaching record, he's got the highest percentage of wins of any coach that's actually coached more than 100 games. He's got his team into the finals pretty much every year that he has uh, coached them since 2011. And he's although he's only won one premiership, which was in his first year, he's been very successful over the journey. But what he recognized, though, at the end of 2021 was in order for the club and the team to take the next step, and they've got a fairly aging list, they've got a number of players that are over 30, and probably the most number of players above 30 that of any other team in the competition. He knew that he needed to revamp the game plan and become a little bit more attacking and bring in some additional players to help them become more attacking. And interestingly, at the start of the year, even though they won their first game very, very easily, it took about five or six weeks before the game plan really kicked in. And as I said at the beginning of this podcast, they haven't lost a game since May. And they go into tomorrow's grand final as red-hot favourites. And deservedly so. Although Sydney will be very, very tough competition. And uh, the Bloods culture, uh, they're called the Bloods, they have this unbelievable ability to somehow get through adversity, overcome obstacles, and get results that many people, and certainly the experts, don't necessarily think they're capable of, of achieving. And to come off the back end of the season they've had and be really, really consistent leading into the finals, they are going to be a huge competition for Geelong. So it actually promises to be a, a massive, massive game. Now, both coaches are very, very experienced, and whilst both coaches would love to win, it's really intriguing to watch them and listen to them, not just this week, but throughout the season. And this goes for a lot of the elite coaches as well, in, in AFL in particular, is they don't necessarily spend a huge amount of time focusing on the result. They know the result is there. They know what's at stake, and they know what the prize is at the end of the year. And certainly each game, they know what the prize is in terms of each game. But they are massive on a thing called process and procedures and system. And hence, this is the preparation that these elite teams put in through the entire year. And the amount of training they do, and I've seen some of these teams train specific little elements of a game plan. Like, for example, the last two minutes of a particular game, if they're in a position where they are behind or in front just by a couple of points, or in fact behind by a couple of points, they're very specific in the type of drills they do so that when they're in that position in a game sense, they know exactly what to do. So preparation is everything. So I wanted to draw some parallels to this, and this will be a fairly short podcast today because there's a lot of parallels we can draw from elite sport and certainly AFL footy, and we can apply as sales leaders within our own teams. And the first topic or the first question I always look at is preparation. So as a sales leader, how prepared are you and how prepared is your team for the game you're about to play. Now, I'm not necessarily talking about the first game of the season. I'm talking about how prepared are you for the full season? Are you playing, are you training, and are you preparing to be able to win a premiership? Are you preparing to be number one in your industry? Are you preparing to be number one in your market segment? Or are you just preparing for the next opportunity? And unfortunately, too many sales teams and too many sales leaders are dictated to 
by their organizations because their organizations often have a very short-sighted focus when it comes to the expectations. So it's all about the products, it's all about the services, it's all about the short-term, month-to-month, quarter-to-quarter focus. Let's get the numbers in and let's do whatever it takes to get the numbers in. Then we'll worry about the next quarter. Elite coaches will start thinking about, okay, what does the next six months look like and how do we need to prepare our players so they'll be at their prime at the six-month mark or at the 12-month mark. Now, that won't that doesn't mean they won't be out there uh, doing really well in the next month, two months, three months, because they'll go through a process and they'll follow a system and it's a game plan and all that sort of stuff. But they know that towards the end of the year, there's going to be a huge influx. And particularly when you look at sales, at the end of the year, and certainly when, it looks, when you look at uh, sales targets, often sales targets are exponentially ramping up towards the back end of the year. So it's an accumulative thing. So it's very rare that you have a linear target that is a month-to-month proposition. It'll always ramp up towards the back end of the year because it just takes time and effort to build those opportunities and get those opportunities closed. So first thing is preparation. How primed are you and how prepared are you? Are you prepared to do the work? Have you done the work? What system do you have in place? And this is your sales methodology. Have you dealt with challenges and obstacles and failures and disappointments along the way? And what are the lessons that you've learned from those? Too many sales leaders are are looking after teams that Almost mistakes are frowned upon. And I've recorded a podcast, I think a couple of weeks ago, was talking about making mistakes and failing and how many organizations have senior leaders who are always looking for the scapegoat. When something doesn't happen, when a piece of business doesn't go our way, or when we lose a piece of business, there's always somebody in the organization, and unfortunately, they're often senior executives within the organization, who is looking for someone to blame because they believe that, hey, we've got the best product. Why would anybody want to do business with our organization? And if they don't, I want to know why and I want to start to blame so it never happens again. The reality is, though, that in order to become elite, you need to go through a process. And that process is there'll be testing and measuring. There'll be some stuff that you implement that doesn't work. And it's about feedback. So finding out what works and what doesn't work and then going back and attempting to do something slightly different and then getting a getting a result, getting some feedback. So test and measure, test and measure, test and measure is a key thing. If you look at the, the way the AFL system works, that's exactly what they do each and every week. They're implementing new things, but it's repetition. They've got good coaches who are looking at what are the habits that we need to put in place so we can actually get replicability and sustainability. And as we often say, and John Wooden is one of the most famous people to quote this, As we often say, when opportunity knocks, you need to be prepared because if you're not prepared, when opportunity knocks, it'll be too late and you won't be able to take advantage of the opportunity when it does present itself. So the two teams playing off in the grand final tomorrow, there is no way they'll be tinkering with any game plan stuff 24 hours or 48 hours before their biggest game of the year. All this work has been done months and months and months ago. There might be slight tweaks they've done, but fundamentally the system's been put in place, the process has been put in place and the strategies have been put in place. So tomorrow, it's now just about executing, and a lot of it's going to come from muscle memory. So they've done work over and over and over again to build high-performing habits so that when they are under pressure on the biggest stage in the biggest game of the year, they don't actually need to consciously think about it. And when you talk to a lot of elite players, they say that they often go on, they, they, they literally, it's a great example of unconscious competence because they just do it. They just ex- execute immediately, don't even think about it. It's more instinctual and it's phenomenal, phenomenal to watch. But it doesn't come by accident. It comes through preparation. So as we move towards the biggest game of the year, I just want you to start thinking about as a sales leader, have you thought about these things? 
first and foremost, are you prepared? That's that's the biggest thing. Are you prepared? And is your team prepared mentally, but also physically? Other things to consider, things like, are you operating in the right market? Are you in the right environment? Have you identified your ideal customer or is the expectation from your organization that whatever product and service you have, it'll go to anybody in a in any sort of marketplace? So are you a specialist? Are you really dialing in on who your ideal customer is, what they look like, what they sound like, how big are they, what industries do they operate in, and have you created specific messages for that ideal customer? This is all about preparation. And from the implementation phase, and this is, you know, preparation is great, but you need to actually then ink execute. Have you stress tested your system? Have you stress tested your method? So this could be your selling methodology. It could be the way that you deal with uh, objections. It could be the, the way you deal with negotiations. How do you influence key partners and key stakeholders that are required to penetrate a particular marketplace that you're looking for? Are you fit enough to stay the course? I mean, the AFL season is 22 weeks or 23 weeks plus four weeks of finals. So in some cases, clubs can play, can play anything from like 24, 25, 26 games of footy in a year. So you can't be at your peak in round one, round two. So it's about how do you actually build some sustainability into your system, into your methods, but also how do you keep your players fit and how do you keep them engaged long enough to actually re- be in a position to reap the benefits, but even better than that, in a position to have the opportunity to reap the benefits. So there's no point going out really, really quickly in the first month of the sales year and having a fantastic first month, but then the next three months, you're actually falling in a heap. How do we actually do this so that it's sustainable? So we need to be mentally fit, which means we've got to continue to be prepared and continue to fine-tune that preparation, but also the execution. Part of that, therefore, means that as a sales leader, we need to have good people surrounding your team, and feedback is a, is a key pillar of your success mechanism. So what sort of feedback are you giving? What sort of feedback are you getting? Because it's all about, as I said before, testing and measuring what's working, what's not working, tweaking it, making sure we're getting better so that we can continue to move forward in an upward trajectory. The other thing to think about is what sort of partners do you have in place? Because success cannot be achieved on your own. It will take others to actually make a contribution to your longer term success. So what sort of partners do you have in place? Is it internal or external partners or a combination of both? And probably the biggest one, and this is where uh, AFL coaches in particular spend a huge amount of time analyzing and really strategizing around, is do we have the right players in the right role? So I'll finish off with that, thinking about your sales team, thinking about the people you've got in your organization right now. Have you got the right players first and foremost? And if you do, do you have them playing and performing the right role so that collectively your team will hum? So as we prepare for the biggest game of the year, just some things to think about when it comes to your sales team and certainly the way you lead your team. So hopefully that sort of resonates, makes sense, and uh, I look forward to watching our cracking game tomorrow. And no doubt there'll be a podcast next week with uh, potentially some lessons out of tomorrow's game that I'll apply to leadership and also to sales as well. So as we sign off for the last episode of the week, a quick reminder that when you are ready to really take your leadership to an exceptional level, I would love the opportunity of having a conversation about helping you do just that. Let's jump on Zoom, have a conversation. The way to get there is by going to 
leadwithdarren.com, pick a time that suits, and we'll, uh, we'll have that conversation on two parts. One is to get an idea of what is leadership looking like right now for you, but more importantly, what does exceptional leadership look like for you over the next three plus months. We'll map out a plan, and then we can go straight into execution of that plan as early as next week. So I look forward to that conversation. Thanks once again for plugging into the podcast. And if you are an avid AFL supporter, and in particular, if you're a supporter of either Geelong or Sydney, very best wishes to your team tomorrow. I do hope that it is a cracking game, and I look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.